Hello and welcome to the Code at Moments podcast. Uh, I'm here today with uh, no Matt Holt, which is uh, a nice, refreshing change, actually. But with uh, Stuart Cullen. All right. And uh, Ali Cornwall. Hello. And we're here to talk about the Division 2. Pew, pew. Yeah. Uh, so how are you doing, boys? How's things? Yeah, good. Much Division played, not much Anthem played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we did call that in the, the Division episode, so go and listen to that. But yeah, we did say that it would probably take over from that. But yeah, I'm good, thanks. I've got a similar problem. Yeah. Lots of Division played, no ironing done. So um, <laughs> I, Ooh, arguably, I'm probably in bigger trouble. Yeah, you're, you're up, you're up Crease cre- oh, Creek. Crease Creek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So we're here today to talk about The Division 2. Um, I guess, really, what, what do we like about it? What has changed from The Division 1? And perhaps for um, anybody who's, I don't know, been under a rock for the past four years, um, maybe we should talk about the series just briefly. What What's it about? A real-life portrayal of America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> I heard they were going to set Division Two in London, but it was just too realistic in terms of Brexit that they decided <laughs> yeah. not to. Yeah, London after the marches today. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's set in America, and it's a virus that is contaminated on dollar bills. I think it was. Yeah, Black uh, in, the, in the first game, um, and kills lots of people basically so it's kind of post-apocalyptic <laughs> loot shooter um yeah the with division... no zombies sorry with no zombies with no zombies which is nice yes. um, not one of those viruses yeah so uh the first game was set in new york in the winter immediately after the uh, the virus had hit and kind of dealt with the the collapse of society yeah around black friday yeah the day after yeah. something like that uh so very snowy um very kind of quite an eerie atmosphere in uh, in New York. Yes. And now we move for the second game we're about 8 months later I think in Washington yeah. DC. Springtime, spring yeah. springtime in Washington. <laughs> uh so it's nice, it's actually nice. The weather's lovely. Uh the occasional uh the occasional downpour. But it does it does change the atmosphere of the game. I like the first game did feel quite penned in and claustrophobic especially when you you had the fog and the snow. Mm. Um, reducing your visibility quite dramatically. Uh, this game is a lot more. It's a lot more colourful. It feels a lot more open. A lot less. A lot less boxy. But there are moments that, like I've noticed of approaching a couple of missions where like, the rain really sets in and you have a storm and suddenly your visibility is down to nothing. And actually, that's pretty scary. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, especially when you're running down the streets and there's a blizzard and then you just run into a load of enemies. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my boys. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Just passing through. <laughs> so, what, did, what were your initial thoughts on the game? Then, moving coming, you know, coming from the Division One, what did you what did you like about the game? What's different? What are the changes? Um, I, <clears throat> my, my 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 time with the Division One ran up to. Uh, I was one of these ones that played it quite heavily, and then that's kind of three four months period where they were trying to get their act together. We in game, I kind of detached and left, so I didn't actually play much of the, the DLC attached to it. Um, where they fixed shop, um, and it became a better game, for what I hear. Um, so for me, I feel the Division Two is very much a progression of what the Division One should have been. Um, at t- at launch, I think that's the the key word there. Should have been at launch. 
but then they remember as well the division was our first the first goal you know um, so a lot of learning on the fly I think for Ubisoft and Massive so I think it's a case of you played Division 2 a lot of the kind of issues you had with the Division 1 are now gone um, but I think as well at the same time certain things have been sacrificed I think the main story isn't quite as strong as what the Division 1 story was um, but then arguably it doesn't need to be strong the, the core the core pillars are there, you know. It's, it's, and a, you good, can, uh, it's a good point as well, because I think, you know, when you're dealing with, in the Division 1, you're dealing with the immediate aftermath of the outbreak and the collapse of society. And, yeah, like you said, the, the imperative for the missions and what you're doing is perhaps that little bit stronger and that little bit more urgent. Mm-hmm. And here, f- it feels like it feels like you're kind of tying up loose ends quite a lot of the time. And I don't know, that, well, that's, my, that's my impression. I'm, I'm not f- as far on as you guys. I think the game nails it on the head, but story-wise, in the first half hour, um, when you get to the White House and you walk into the boardroom and there's the map with all the figures, and they turn around and go, you're the sheriff. And at that point, that's when the story boils down to, you're the lawman in a lawless city, and that's it. You're just there to dish out the goods, defend the good, take out the bad, and that, that, that instantly wraps that story up. For there on in, nothing else matters. You're the good guy be good do you know what I mean and I think that's that was a really clever move because um, I think if they hadn't done that you could have moaned and complained oh it's this it's that but what more do you need to know you know what I mean and they keep referring to you as the sheriff because that's your code name within Washington you know so does, so it's, does that mean that my tactic of using liberal amount of grenades to rescue civilians in distress is probably not ideal that's fine. It's fine. That's 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 it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it works. You know what I mean? Any any way possible. You know, by any means. The number of times, but the, the number of times the hostages get themselves killed is questionable as well. Um, we'll no we'll no talk about that just now. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's very much a case of more of the same, but in a good way, not in a bad yep. way. Um, and I think as well, really credible thing is. That we talked about how New York is instantly dazed in the aftermath, so the streets are covered in trash. There's lots of dead bodies. There's lots of quarantine stuff in that. Whereas this time we're we're doing the line, and the world itself, the infection areas aren't quite as big now. There isn't quite as much biotape and biohazards, and there isn't kind of the body bags stacked up on the streets. But the most important thing I think about the second game is nature started to take hold now. Yeah. So you've got overgrown everything. Uh, Areas have lots of trees and stuff, you know, in this, and it, it feels like an abandoned world yeah. being reclaimed. Yeah, you know? I think that that moment when you, you start to head towards the White House and a deer just runs across your path, I was mm-hmm. like, "What the? All right, yeah. okay, yeah." yeah there's Fair a lot enough. of animals, more animals than there was in the first one because it was mainly just dogs, dogs wasn't it? yeah, really, and yeah, rats. a greater a greater variety of of animals. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. came to Division One. Well, no. I, what am I talking about? I got it when it was released, but I kind of did about 15 levels of progression and then fell away and then went back to it with some friends later on after all the DLC and the underground stuff had been released. And there was a lot of satisfying endgame content there, and I'm actually really looking forward to reaching the endgame of Division 2. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I have found so far is in the in the run up in that kind of early game content there does seem to be a lot more variety and a lot more 
interesting activities and it's it's not just you know rinse repeat rinse repeat yep yeah what what are you ali what are your um what do you feel about it so i'm completely well, not completely different but i stuck with it for quite a while so um as becomes the norm that people are finding out code at moments i i tend to double or triple dip into a lot of games <laughs> uh, and this was a triple dipper hey put that, put that on your box art <laughs> um some thank yeah some thanks to ubisoft I, I will put that out there but um so i had it on um pc and xbox and then brought a ps4 and a lot of my friends that were playing on that they don't have xboxes so they were like well you need to get it um so i had it on that as well so i've i've done a lot of the uh dlc not so much the last stuff um but i did the survival i think it was called um which was oh yeah yeah that was um, um where you kind of get dumped with no gear in the middle yeah, of and, and you've got to survive a certain amount of time haven't you and yeah yeah kind of becomes like in a battle royale kind of concept yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a battle royale, but also a little bit of kind of rust and um, kind of what Fallout wanted to be. Yeah, kind of like where you can't go outside for too long when it gets really cold because your health will drop and you have to make sure that your your clothes, your actual apparel that you're wearing, has actual um, protection against the weather and you get your loot and, and different things that, that was good fun um there was the underground where there was a lot more missions and, and different things to do down there and then they put in the um excursions i think they were called which were like bigger missions i think my favorite and, thing about the underground like was every now and again you'd, you'd come across like an underground rave yeah in uh, in like a st- <laughs> series of sewer pipes just be like a massive disco going oh, yeah this is yeah. awesome I go <laughs> this to is this. how you live <laughs> Um, so yeah, I've done a lot of it and I was up until division two released. I, I went back and I was going on it every other day. I think it was because you could, they, they, they implemented a lot of things. Um, and there was daily crates you could go and get, which had a lot of armor and ammo and uh, weapons and different things in them. But you also could get these sheriff badges, which unlocked some equipment or some just little things to get you going when you're into division two. Um, so I was actually playing it up till probably three or four days to release. Um, okay, so what, a few bits. what kind of content did you get from that then? Um, if I'm honest, I only got, I think, a special badge. Um, and that was only because um, you had to do quite a bit of things in the, or a few missions and whatnot in the first game to unlock these badges. And I only managed to unlock the one, mainly because there wasn't many of my friends playing it. And I don't like doing public groups. Yeah, with you on that one. Um, just because people are annoying in them <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I'm either carrying people or people are just standing doing jumping jacks and you're like, are we going to get this done? Or you get an awesome group and you just blitz through it and you're like, why can't I get one like this all the time? So I didn't get an awful lot, but I think it was unlocking weapons and skins and all, all manner of things um, through it. But like I say, I only managed to get one and I think you could get up to, is either five or 10, I think. Um, but there's a lot of things you had to do. So, so yeah, I've I've been a fan of the division since seeing the awesome stand that they had at EGX when they had the the first time around. What would that mm. be four years ago mm-hmm. with the barbed wire and when me and Sue managed to get in there quite early. I think I remember on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the devs are really nice. They're Swedish, I want to say. 
Yeah, the uh, they're they're Swedish, but there's also a strong connection with the guys in Newcastle. Uh, reflections, reflections. Yes, reflections. Uh, the guys no. the driver mm. many moons ago. Yeah, remember driver. So I think it's split <laughs> evenly between those two studios, as well as about another million Ube studios. Because yeah. I think Ube Shanghai is involved and Chicago's involved and stuff. Yeah. So so for me going to, to number two, it wasn't a massive shock in terms of some of the progression they'd made with the game. And you could tell that they had then tweaked that to the point where they're like, right, okay, this is going into the, the, the second one and then we're going to add on to it. But there was lots of different missions and daily things and weekly things and that you could do. So what are what are the key things that you've noticed have changed and improved? There's loads to do. Yeah. <laughs> loads. Like before, you had a map um and your your extra tasks other than just going around killing people and um doing the side missions and whatnot was just picking up phones shooting down drones picking up bits of files and stuff like that whereas in this you've now got the you're gonna have to help me here Stu. the the stro- you've got strongholds you've got the uh the rally there's, points or whatever they're called the control, yeah there's the control territory points. yeah there's territorial fights as well. Yeah. Um, hostage negotiations, which always end well. The, the <laughs> um, public, public executions was the one that, yes. that struck me. I was like, oh, yeah. all right, yeah, I probably should do something here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a few other kind of, there's bits where there's resources as well you can fight yeah. to capture. Um, and you've got mini, mini hubs. Because I think one of the things with, with the first one was that you had your main hub and other than the, the hideouts that you could go to, you ended up having a lot of materials and things, medical supplies and things that you just couldn't do anything with because there was too many in the game to go over that cap, which I understand doing certain missions, but once you hit a thousand or whatever it was, you could then get another thousand or something. Uh, whereas with this one, you can then go to these other settlements and do those up as well, which is which I, I find quite nice. Yeah, I've got to say the the projects and the yeah. Ah, uh, oh God, what's what's the um, what's the other one with the the areas? What do they call it? It's not reclamation, is it? But it's something like that, isn't it? The areas. Yeah, you've got like each area, so you've got a um. That's the control points. No, no, not the control points. So each each zone, like downtown east or federal triangle, whatever it's called, uh, I've got like a, a list of objectives that you've got to meet before you kind of clear that area, as it were. Oh, uh, okay. And they're kind of yeah. like projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're like one the same. They're like projects, but I can't remember what the mm. bloody hell they're called. Yeah. Um, so, so there's a lot... I really, a lot, a lot. I really like those because it gives you some focus as to well, I might just, I might just go and find some shade tech caches because I need mm, to yep. knock off a couple of those to to complete this project. Or, mm. and I, and I love the little puzzles as well, which are for yeah. the shade techs, but also in the missions when you go into an area, um, there'll be doors that are locked. I guess this is something we may get into later as a little tip, but you'll see that there's a red light on a door and there's gear behind it, and then you have to go and find a yellow box on the wall shoot that which disrupts the power opens a gate and there's loads of loot which is lovely mm-hmm. i didn't know that yet yeah that is a good tip yeah so you go back and as well as the little boxes that you can unlock with certain keys which we'll talk about that towards the end how you get them um there are little like stashes of gear 
um, normally have a minimum of two, I think, decent boxes where you get some gear out of as well as some little supplies and things. And there'll be a red light above it or near it. And then you can follow like a cable on the floor or whatever. And you're looking for a yellow box, shoot that, and then it kills the power to it and opens the door. Oh, nice. Okay. So yeah. speaking of gear, there's been some changes to your gear sets and, and how stuff works. Um, how do you? How have you found those, like the brand sets and the, the changes to the way the mods work? Shite. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I've not really sat and looked at it because it just keeps throwing new stuff at you it's yeah. one of these ones where if you sit you'll spend 20 minutes looking at it and getting it out and getting it right and then it'll throw a better gas mask or a better backpack or a better armour and it, it, it all feels a bit redundant in yeah. that kind of sense you know the, the, I mean the way I'm playing I think the brand sets are, are nice to have at the moment in the earlier game but I, yeah. I guess they come into their own later on in the end game mm. yeah I mean if because I tend to rock an LMG so if there's something that especially tier one, um, which some of them do. I can't remember the names of them, but we'll give you 10% extra power for an LMG or some health. Then I'll I'll pick that over something else, especially if the armor values negligible between the two. So, so just to explain for anybody who doesn't know, basically a lot of the gear, is it all the gear or just a bit of the gear? Anything above a common. Anything so above a common colored, now yeah. has like a, a brand name on it, like a logo. Uh, and if you match them up, uh, so you've got two, is it up to like three, I think? Yes. Yeah. So if you get up to three items from the same brand, it sounds yeah. a bit like sponsorship, doesn't it? Yeah. So if your division agent is basically sponsored by one of these brands, then you get better perks and better buffs to your stats and stuff like that. Yeah. It's the same as the way end game um, content worked in the, the first division. So you have gear sets, and if you get everything in the same set, um, which was like a turquoisey colour, you unlocked. But they were more themed in the first one, weren't they? It was like the expeditionist, the survivalist, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the stealth, whatever. Mm. It was all. That's the one thing I have not. I did notice was the sets in Division One were a bit more themed to certain class traits, which they've moved away from for this game to, to make it a little bit more simplistic. Yeah, it's, it's a bit more yeah. kind of basically just like. Com- manufacture like actual military manufacturing companies mm. that are making the brands. It's not like you're trying to get. It's like, not like uh, Nike. You're not. You're not going for like a yeah. a yeah. set of Nike. But it's not like the chest armor. When you have a set, it's like a. It's like you look like a, a guy in a galley suit or say or something. Whereas the first one, that's what it was. It yeah. was like kind of mm. you had a certain particular style you looked. Whereas in this, it's more kind of this just kind of mishmash. You know. Mm. But then yeah. we don't know what they'll bring in doing the line you know what I mean they might go back to that kind of themed yep. set so, uh, and, and sorry go on. no go go. I was just going to say and with regards to mods um, they, they can go to hell I hate them <laughs> um, so in the first one you could um, craft decent mods um, so you could get suppressors clips things like that and they rank up in like quality mm. along with your guns and now that isn't the case and they're a pain to get I think they open up more towards end game. They're tied. A lot of them are tied to side missions. Yeah, um, but they don't. They don't seem to be as, as good. But that might just be me. But then so, you've got the mods on your equipment as well, which do your abilities and yeah, skills. Skills, um, which are, which are great. I've got so I've got a, an end game. Well, not an end game one. A um, legendary one or whatever it is. You know the and a high end. Sorry, one. Um, 
but I can't use it yeah. because I physically cannot get my skill level yeah. up to that number, and it's really frustrating. Yeah, I've, I've picked up like a an improved was it like a brushless motor for my uh, for my little drone mine, and I yeah. can't you use it mine? yet. I'm still like yeah, it's like about 250 skill power away from being able to use it. My and you know for reference, my skill power is 14, so that is a significant yeah. amount. Yay! Yeah. So out of interest, Stu, you're already at level 13. Yeah. Starting to chip away at endgame. So what's your skill power on roughly? Do you oh, know? Um as I pick the number out of my head, I, I look at the picture. I sent earlier today. Um I think it's well, it's probably changed a bit since then because I played a wee bit more. But it's sent at five hundred and thirty in that yeah. picture. So Which is kind of the threshold for a lot of those mods. And I just yeah. think what what's the point? I've got I, I my my stash of those is full to the point of having to deconstruct them and sell them, um, because I can't physically use them. I can't do anything with them. Yes, I could put them in my stash, but when I get to end game, I'll be getting better ones. So why give me something I physically can't? Yeah, I can does, put it on. It does feel a bit unbalanced at the moment. Oh, that that's the only thing I've come across at the moment that makes mm. me think. Oh, what? Am, what really? What's the point? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it definitely feels the, the kind of mods feel like a kind of end game thing because the skills themselves, that's another thing as well, probably worth saying is the skills are a bit wider and a bit more impressive than what they've, they've kind of taken away skills for the first game, they've kind of added them, they've kind of combined them. Um, so let's, uh, they're, an, they're an interesting bunch now. Let's go through the skills then. So you got your ping, which I think was in the first game, and which is a range naturally of the first one I unlocked, <laughs> and it was bloody useless. Yep. Uh, Absolutely, it yes, works it for about twenty-five meters. So unless you're you're almost literally on top of the enemy, it is useless. Yeah. And yeah. I guess um, with a mod, you'd be able to increase the range. This if is you a good could point. Activate yeah. it. Yeah. The, the other thing as well is each skill has a flavor as well. Which yes, yeah, So you can rank each four or five flavors. Each skill I think has got three or four. Yeah, at least three yeah. different kind of variants that you can you can also unlock later on through the shade tech points, which we were talking about earlier. Um. So what have we got? We've got ping, we've got the turret returns, which I'm pleased about, and... OP as hell. Yeah. Very, fu- very much fun. Don't tell them. Yep. They'll they'll <laughs> nerf it. I love my turret. I've always loved my turret. turret. The flamethrower one's really good. It uh, 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 adds hours of fun, especially in dark room. Fire in this game, which, again, we may get to later, is unbelievably punishing. Mm. Like, you get set on fire, you literally just go... And then you're dead. <laughs> not not unlike real life, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in the other one you could you could take it a little bit. You could bit. take a bit of fire, mm. couldn't you? Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like John Wick. I suppose it was game. I'll put it that way. I suppose it was a lot colder in New York in the winter, so maybe that was maybe that was it. Yeah. Thoring me out. <laughs> yeah. Um and then you've got what a, what else is you've got fire. Hive. Yeah, you've got the, hi- the hive the hive's really interesting as well because it's more a support thing now. Um So what's hive? I don't think I've unlocked that. It's, it's uh, a grenade. No, it's a beacon. It's not a grenade. Imagine a you know beacon. your support station that you had in the first one. Yeah. Imagine that as more of a mine. Okay. If you like. Yeah. That you kind of throw out and it has an area of effect. And the attack one, if someone's in the area, it will then like ping little missiles off. Oh, okay. That that hit them. The healing one does the same, but obviously it, it heals you. Self revive. Yeah. Self revives. That's well, when I play some work. Yeah. <laughs> when I play someday, I play with uses it, yeah. and he throws it, and basically, if we if I go down, the the, the drone just pull, brings me back. 
Mm. And then it also allows the guy, it also allows him to self revive himself. Yeah. So he doesn't need somebody to come over. He can actually physically, I think you kind of get get two goes reviving if you actually have it equipped. Oh, okay. Because obviously you'll have the first one we're going down, and then the second one is if you're in the area effect. And um, a lovely segue for you if you're using the hive to heal it also heals your drone and we've got drones as well ah so drone is a good mm. one and then you've got the seeker yeah. mine which i i've been enjoying that's quite good yeah yeah um and the variants of that so uh the one the one i went for is like um it the goes off you, you chuck it yeah you you chuck it it goes off and then it basically splits up into several little mines and then just chases like chases enemies around the map <laughs> Yeah, awesome. I do. Right? I do like that that feature that's in this one, especially with um, the seeker mine and with the drone, is that they they harass enemies and enemies will either shoot at it, so then you can shoot them while they're shooting at that, and it distracts them, or it will literally chase them around the map, <laughs> which is yeah, great. The AI actually seems improved over the first one. I mm. think they're they're a lot yes, more they flank you as well, a lot more aggressive. Yeah, they'll really flank you, but also they'll they'll bed down and and if there's two or three of them they will take it in turns to pop up and and try and subtly take you apart uh and then the chem launcher is another one that's my oh, that's my personal yeah. favorite i love the smell like of napalm it. in the morning it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's a few good tricks up its sleeve um yeah i like the the, the, the best one is the, the armor eating thing the basically right it's oh, no, no, there's the, one that shoots um, like a purple cloud that just yes. eats armor and when you're up against elites and armoured, they just they eat through it in no time. Oh, and you just, I've not used that yet. It's really good. That or the propane thing where you shoot it and yeah. it bursts a gas and you basically shoot a bullet into it and it ignites it. It's kind of, it's, it's overcomplicated Fire. for what it really is. Uh, I'm all a Molotov launcher, but, you know what I mean? It's, it's, nice. it's good. I love it. And the fire effects, again, are mm. amazing. They were really good in the first one. They're really good in this one as well. I love just blowing shit up. <laughs> 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 um, I accidentally set a dog on fire the other day, but there we go. Firefly. Um, <laughs> Firefly. See, the Firefly sounds good, but I've never managed to make it work. No, it's just like a paper airplane that you throw at something and it's, it's, like, it's got wet halfway through, and you're like, oh, oh. I'm like, come on, do something. And it's like, mm. yeah, that is the, the worst one, I think, for me. Well, I, I don't know. Ping is still pretty terrible. Riot Ping. Shield's good. Riot Shield's basic, yeah. but does what it says in the tin. And the the one that because there's three flavors of that. There's one way you can use your sidearm. You stick the other the one way you use your main one. Your and that's the ricochet. Ricochet is awesome. It doesn't last very long, but you can mince enemies with that, which is pretty cool. Oh, amazing! I heard ricochet is very OP in the PvP. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I, I know. I use the one where you set your rifle in the middle in PvP, and nobody really knew how to stop it. But I hear ricochet is just totally changed the the ball game there because if you've got somebody unloading on you you're just going to shoot just open it and let them shoot themselves <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing um and then i suppose the other the other thing worth just talking about the mods is the fact that now rather than getting them with weapons which you you still kind of do have some weapons with attachments but they the mods don't sit in your inventory like they did before Mm. There, you kind of unlock them, yeah. and you unlock them for all the weapons. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. We With- generally don't find them in the world. You generally yeah. have to craft mods as well. That's yeah. a big change. So it- You'll find mods for kit because because that was the thing about the the first game was I spent half my life just 
breaking down mods or selling those because, you know, dismantling weapons and stuff. So you don't have to strip down weapons anymore, which is good and bad in a way because I kind of liked that that aspect of it. It was it was kind of unique that you'd get a gun with different mods on and, and strip those off and then swap them around your weapons. Mm. Um, and they now have negative effects as well, don't they? Some of them yeah. mods, which is yeah. a bit irritating. So scopes will take yeah. down your accuracy, oddly enough. Fifteen percent penalised. Reloading the big, the, the clearest one is probably the like the, the extended clips, especially on LMGs. Yeah. It's like they can give you a, a, a basically a, a reload time of fifteen percent, which with an LMG you're as well just waving. And yeah, I think the you know, like, the one I noticed was like the hand grip, which had um, you know massively increased your stability and and slightly increased your accuracy, but. Like doubled your reload time. <laughs> yeah, and the the one mod that is one hundred percent new, um, other than modding your skills, full stop, is the effects. I've not unlocked any yet, but there are effects mods to your skills, so they will look different. I think I saw somewhere where, um, I can't remember which one it is. It might be the hive that gives it more of a Roman candle effect. Um, so they'll look different and stuff. So that'll be interesting. That's amazing. Can I have a, yeah. can I make my turret look like one of the the, the auto guns from Aliens? Yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Copyright's never an issue. Did it? No. <laughs> uh, one of the things that was uh, was a problem talking about issues was um, the. Did anyone come across the skills issue? Yeah, they sometimes the work and they sometimes don't work. Yeah, or yeah. they or they work. I think I think it was to do with if you had if you had any equipment with skills modifiers, it basically made your skill work for about two or three seconds and then it died. Yeah, it was throwing it as well. So you'd get the action to throw it and then you'd do nothing. So then you'd have to hit the swap weapon button to get out of that action. And there was also an issue where um, the timer would go to nothing and you think you could use it and that's where that kind of glitch came in. But this seemed to have resolved that fairly quickly. Yeah, there was a hot hot fix. There was a hot fix a couple of days. The one we I noticed is the Hive Revive thing. It's really hit and miss. Yes, it is. You can be there, and it's meant to bring when you're when you're downed and you're bleeding out. There's a kind of semi-circle or red showing you how long you go. Or when you're getting revived, it's meant to pump it up and like it's like four wee blasts of blue it'll put into the circle, and then you get back up. But nine times out of ten, we're finding right now that it you, you do it and none happens, and you're like, yeah, that's a really waste of time. Yeah, I'm glad I spent my money on that. Yeah. yeah. But when it yeah. works, it's great. But when it doesn't work, it's not. It's not yeah, at all. Yeah. Great. yeah, I think for me, any issues I've had, although they're probably frustrating at the time, I don't necessarily think they've been game breaking or they've spoiled it for me. The Who's biggest issue I'm hitting is the sheer darkness in the game. It needs yes, a torch. You need a torch. It needs a yeah. torch oh, okay. so badly. It's unreal. Like the amount of areas you'll get into, and it's pitch black. And it's like, yep. what? The, why do we not have a torch or even a, a mod torch or something just to help you guide your way? You know, it seems especially really... if you go and have a look around the, in the sewers and stuff because mm-hmm. there is a reason to go down there now. Um, Alligators. Um... Yeah, um, <laughs> and yeah, it's that dark in some areas. Whether it's because I thought it might be because I'm playing HDR. Are no, we all it's literally. It? Yeah, it's literally. I've. It, me and Andy and my mate are having the same problem but yeah. for what we understand is it's like the most cried out thing in the moment on Reddit and stuff so I, well, I, I think patting we'll, dogs or petting dogs sorry 
Ah, uh, well, I'll take the torture of the petting dogs. Um, <laughs> I think Strap a patch. torch to a dog and have that with you. Yeah, I think they'll well, patch a torch. Dog torch would be useless. The second it wagged its tail or licked well, its bum, you wouldn't be able to see where it's going. <coughs> Why you can't have like a head torch or a helmet mounted torch or something? Just, I mean, they'll, they'll we'll get Isaac to do something with your orange thing. Well, that's the thing, you know, why not just put like, an, an ambient glow on you? when you Because you, if you've got that light on your back and on your wrist, I'm sure you could... There's ways of doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's that, and I think the AI is... I know you were saying it's pretty good. I think the AI is a bit too aggressive considering how spongy they are. It's one thing to have aggressive AI if they're going to get put down when the time comes, but when the aggressive AI is queuing up to get you and you're four or five clips into them, it just becomes annoying. Um, I find that certain Russian, no Russian, because the Russians aren't in this one. I find certain <laughs> enemies that rush um, are prone to this. There's a hy- there's a war class a hyena that does it. Uh, there's oh, a the suicide that, bomber. The ones that take the, it, the ones which, that take the meds and then run. Yeah, it. Oh, they are annoying. Yeah. yeah. Um, the suicide bombers are a pain as well because obviously they do one thing when they get to you hug you mm. and then there's a, an elite class with a sledgehammer who is just a pain period because the hit detection on his swing is all over yep. the shop it all was, uh, everywhere it was the moment when I was kind of sat there in awe going oh that looks like a remote controlled car mm. and then it, it blew up at my feet <laughs> oh you've not seen anything yet boy um, <laughs> you wait till you get robot wars coming at you that oh. just <laughs> takes you down to like a, a nat's cock of health and you're like but doesn't it do it it just hits you it literally just touches you it doesn't yeah. there's no animation there's no fun time <laughs> no, there's no, just like it's drives, just touch and then, death yeah it's got basically <laughs> um, saw blades on it and they're just like spinning around oh, oh lovely thanks just chop my ankles off Matilda <laughs> yeah but um, that's the thing but, as well you don't you don't feel the kind of connection to this, the factions is what you did in the first one I feel it's like I know there's two three factions yeah, yeah you, there's like, you say the hyenas and I'm like oh yeah I think I've heard of them but um, mm. yeah I'm kind of with you I'm, I'm not I'm not as clued in as I was in the yeah. first game they were, they were a big got, thing the guys on meth you've got the fire guys again suicide bombers and then you don't the have the bin, you don't have the bin men this time the bin men were the best bad guys um but it's basically the soldiers the lumberjacks and the punks and yeah. then yeah. somebody else comes to the party later um and i think that's just the kind of that's just that's just the way it is i think, I think that's that's all part of the whole you're the sheriff thing but um yeah, I no, think, it's, it's, other than the fact that the balancing because I think that's what it comes down to especially yeah. if you're in a group is the balancing can be quite off because if I was to join your game Andy you're did you say 14 something like that no, oh god no I'm only 11 at the moment oh 11 yeah. although so, after this it, it, we should we should jump on yeah yeah why not um, but it would pump you up to a level yeah. roughly lower uh, than for me. Sure for you. Uh, yeah. yeah and the balancing is a bit off because but, you will be like a not even a glass cannon. You no, but be. but to be fair, it still feels better than the Division One because I I played a lot of game with yes. with kind of overranked players um, when I was when I was going up through the levels in Division One, um, and this feels better. I feel like I'm having more of an impact in this game than I did in the first game. Yeah, the first one. If you clan, well, not clan, but someone joined someone to help them through a level. You, it's like it was a, stay back yeah, there stay just, out of trouble you just hide and yeah. a, occasionally yeah I don't know chuck a drone up or something like that chuck your yeah. turret up but yeah that was that was it that was the only impact I had there here I can actually get into the fight 
And yeah, I have to be a bit more careful and think about cover and stuff, but I do feel more effective. I think the that's, I think the group leveling is better here. That's the thing as well, is the healing system's changed, isn't it? It's no health isn't a party. It's, it's well, armor health now, is a thing. It? Yeah. yeah, health isn't a thing per se, it's no armor's the thing and as long as you've got armor up, you'll basically be good. But it's and it's it's quite nice. It's cool. My animations are quite cool with my armor the new because it shows you I'm taking the plate and throwing it away yep. and putting in a new plate and stuff and it's nice, but again, it, it's like tissue paper. Sometimes it literally just they yeah. just just swipe you at one side. Yeah, I mean, let, let's be fair. Other than a few other games, I think this is one of the the rare occasions where we talk about a game that is literally what a week and a day old. Yeah. So it is, you know, still early days, and I think it's a lot better. Granted, yes, it's Division Two, so they, they'd have learned from some mistakes. I think it's one of the better launches that we've had. That's. I- not I'd go as far as saying it's probably one of the best live service games to launch. Yeah. I've ever. not had any server cutouts. No. The only actual potential issue I had was the very first mission you do. That was a little bit laggy every now and again. A bit of screen tear and a bit of lag. But but that's the only like the, issue I've had like that. The only issue I've got is the fact that they, they keep having their regular daily server reboots at like you know prime time evening in the UK which is which is clearly just before all the Americans are meant to come online at about 5pm in the US so that I Mm. find a bit irritating but you know that's just yeah you know that's crazy European circumstantial yeah um yeah so uh, how are you finding the, the difficulty level then now we're talking about the um We've talked about the kind of the group leveling. Have you found it going um, through? Because I've seen a few complaints online about solo the is hard going. Solo yeah, solo is really, is really, hard, really going. hard. Yeah, sometimes it, it varies. Sometimes you'll go into a mission, um, and and you'll just go through it like butter, and you're like, yeah, I feel like John Wick again. And, and then you go into another one, and get shot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and then you go into another one, and you're like, what, what's going on? I'm just getting swarmed. I can't move because I've got enemies coming left, right, and centre, and you just die but the game's so it's, built for co-op because the point being is yeah, when you go down right you can call for an agent and what happens is it must be on your instance or whatever you get a you basically I get messages basically going agent calling for help and you yeah. it tells you like in a mission or in free roam or whatever and if you feel generous and like a good guy you can answer the call and jump into his game help him out and then once the mission's finished jump back into your game you know what I mean so have, have you been doing that because I, I've i been making a point to try and help people out when I can because I think if I'm not I, doing I something or on a mission yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do it but to be fair I, I get asked maybe 30 40 times a session to yeah. do it it's like oh I need help oh, I need help I don't, I don't think it works because I've not managed unless I'm doing something completely wrong I've tried it. It brings up a menu, and then I'm like, "So where are you?" Yeah, that's that's the downside. Is you um, you you bring up the map, don't you? Or you bring up like a version of the map that highlights mm. players, but it shows you all the players who need help, and it doesn't actually like fix on, the one, on the one uh, that you've you've clicked for. So you have to roam around the map and find it. Now that could be tweaked. I've had mm-hmm. a couple. I was in mission, and I kept having people join me and then disappear, which was really annoying. But it did kind of work when I was doing one of the bounties and I got all the way I took this guy's armor off I was doing really well and then I got downed um 
And I thought, well, rather than go all the way back to the control point and, and come back at it, I'm going to just send out a distress call. And, and actually, someone did turn up, revive me, and then we completed the bounty together, which was really nice. It, the, the system kind of worked. But I think I, I, for the amount of requests that you see, I'm not sure how many people are really responding to them. Yeah, yeah. Cause, and, and at least it's not as frequent as it was in the beta, because I know they... They must have tweaked it a little bit because that was going off all the time, and, you, and especially if you're in a mission, and it's just like I think it's a up, constant. I don't care. If, I think it's a constant, and I think it just pings every 15, 20 minutes, right? You know, because if you can go into the map and see multiples that need help, it's always going to be there, and it's a constant thing. So it's a case oh, that I'll just, okay. I'll just nudge you, I'll just ping you every so often, and go. By the way, you could help people. If you're a nice person. So rather than it being every time someone wants help, it's just a mm. kind of well, server-wide... I think it's thing. a case of when you call for help, you basically get put into the queue on that map, and then some, anybody can see you and go, oh, I'll come and help you, or... Yeah. I'll not help you. It's, you're on your own. The minigun's amazing, though, I have to say. You know, the mounted minigun. Mm. I know, jumping around a bit, but <laughs> well, that's great. Say, where did that come from? Yeah, it's just reminded me, like, helping people. You just jump on that bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. What about the clans? Has anyone done anything with that? Um, yeah, man, a clan. Yeah, I, I won't say the name live on air um, because you'll 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 have to bleep it out. But you can join mine, Andy. Oh, friends! What is it? What is it? I yeah. want to know now. <laughs> it's not my name, so you will think it will be me because it's coming out of my ma- mouth. But my <laughs> mates made it. But I, I am I am the clan leader. But it's, it's finger bangers. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was expecting far away, considering. <laughs> Considering, uh, considering, I've had to make PayPal payments to uh, our friend Kev's email address. That's that's nothing. <laughs> we just still don't know how that's obviously. Yeah, happen, I know, right? Anyway, uh, clans. How does the clans work? I've not really. I'm, I'm obviously, uh, I'm going to join the, the finger bangers now. You get informed every time a clan member's online, so you can jump in and play with them. That's the base level, but you yeah. also get crates and stashes for killing. I think it was like killing like three and a half thousand uh, hyenas say or doing so many activities and stuff so that's quite interesting mm-hmm. the problem but is I'm in a clan with 11 people and I think three and a half thousand enemies killed is quite a big ask for 11 people do you know what I mean yeah, whereas IGN will have a clan because they always have a, somebody's always got an IGN clan right mm-hmm. and they'll have like two three thousand people probably depending what the level cap is for letting people in and they'll be tearing through that every day of the week yeah. so uh, it's it's a, it's a it's doing a personal thing isn't it? you can only I think we're, we're clans level f- 7 just now Ooh, okay. um, take it that what you will but yeah. uh, so again we're only a, we're a week and a bit into it so we haven't actually had a full rotation of the clans so I don't actually know what happens yeah. each week unless we get like a, a box delivered to a safe house or a, the White House probably the White House actually yeah and we get some work or I, I don't know we'll need yeah, to so wait and see you have missions to do or, or tasks kill so many people whatnot and you you go through that and then as you rank up you unlock things for your clan okay so the first the rank one is you unlock um within your you have like a clubhouse within the white house <laughs> um a meeting room rhymes, yeah <laughs> your uh, banners on the wall that's my banner yeah. Um, and you get a um, a vendor in there, like a shop, and I think that refreshes every so often with what it's selling and different things. 
Um, and then you, you unlock these crates and stuff, but like Stu says, it's it's heavily weighted to big clans, um, which is, it needs to balance out a little bit. It should the be nice... built into the number, but do yeah, I mean it yeah. should be it should be like it should be like the artificial leveling. Yeah, maybe yeah, there should be a case of maybe they'll scale it based on the number of members in the future. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and the nice thing is, is because um, the the first DLC that they've announced or first update will be um, eight men missions that you can do within your clan. There Great. are two audio channels as well. Um, I've not tried it because well I've you've got party chat um but you can go into there and, and chat with each other if you wanted to it's it's nice but a bit pointless okay well, that sounds interesting so uh i guess i guess this brings us towards the end game then because we touched on it briefly but the one thing that intrigued me about the the change of the end game in division two is that you can now adopt a specialization and and i think this is what we were talking about earlier with the gear sets more in the first yeah, game yeah. You, the gear set you had kind of tended more towards your your specialization as it were but here there are three distinct classes that you can choose from yeah and is that something you can only do once for each character no you got all three of them okay you get access to uh there's a sniper there's a grenade launcher yeah and there's Uh a crossbow (laughs) (laughs) survivalist demolitionist and sharpshooter (laughs) i think is what they call them but personally i like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um, each one of them see this is the interesting this is where uh, like in the, before we started Connor, I was saying it's got a kind of monster hunter vibe to it because you play through the game and you buy perks and level them up right but once you get your specialisations they um, come with their own skill trees so it's a case of each one of them has got like 20 or so skills to unlock okay. attached to them so it's like kind of like the last 30 hours uh, don't really matter because you've now got new stuff to do um, but yeah it, it's more a case of you can uh, uh, the fact you can switch between them is an interesting one because in the past I would have seen it going right you are this this is it that's you now away you go and build another guy for 30 hours and come back and get the whatever grenade launchers guy or whatever but they just add an extra layer of high powered weaponry to the, t- to the table and I think if you run with a team made up with all three of them, you should be having a good time, you know. Ah, cool. So, so you can you can rank up your survivalist and then switch to demolitionist and get another X number of hours while you you do that twenty levels as well. Yeah, oh, there's cool. a lot of people are saying that once you hit the level perk on one bin, it bring in a new one, and just because the XP doesn't translate into all three categories, you need to earn the XP for each separately. So. That's another thing to kind of keep in mind when you're doing the the end game thing, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. And what what else about the end game? How um, is there a lot of different content? How's it? How is it? I know Ali and I can't really comment on this one. How yeah. spoilerly can we go? Do it. Look away now. Yeah. So the very beginning of the game, the very beginning of the game really annoyed me because at the beginning of the game, you're in this nice wee settlement everything's fine you're having hot dogs and it's the American dream and a big hovercraft comes in the post-apocalyptic American dream yeah (laughs) and a big hovercraft comes in firing and shooting and before you can get stuck in there's a call oh I need to go to Washington see you later and run away so what happens is 
you play the game, you do your thing, and everything's great and dandy, and you save the day, you take the last stronghold, and then a new faction called the Black Tusk come in. And these are a highly trained spec ops force who have Metal Gear Solid robots. And of course they do. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, I, I know. It's like, so instead of coming up against armoured guys in the street with miniguns, you're coming up against walking dog turret things. Um, and basically, they rec- basically everything gets reset. That that that's the we're in the realms of basically every time you clear the map of everything, it resets everything, and they all come back in. But they all come back in stronger and more deadlier. But then you have leveled up as well. So all your outpost checkpoints, blah blah blah, that's all been recaptured, and you have to go back in and get them for more tasty loot. And yeah, so it's an easy enough kind of loop. So technically, you're getting two games for the price of one, kind of, because the first game is fighting free factions and stuff, and then the second game's up against the Black Tusk, who Mm, are hinted at during... I really like the fact they're hinted at during the main game and Echoes and stuff, because there's, like, a group of three of them. There's, like, a heavy guy, a sniper, and an assault guy. I've seen about four or five Echoes who are sitting kind of reconnaissance Washington, and it's quite an interesting. It's quite. It's quite interesting because I'm going to go. Where's the guy with the big minigun for? And I'm like, he's a black dusk, isn't he? And then when you read it, it's like B T something strike team or a reconnaissance team. And I'm like, obviously black dusk. So always good when you can play a game a second time with robots. So what 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 haven't you liked about it? What's what's is there anything? just the AI in the torch? <laughs> A lack of a torch. <laughs> I mean, to be that, fair, that says, that, that if, says if you're going to describe all the bad things about a game, if you can say that, I suppose the AI is reasonably significant, but it the aggressiveness was your issue, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it just... It, I don't mind it being aggressive if it'll die. It's when it's aggressive and it won't die. That's where my problem comes from. Um, and I think as well, the kind of certain missions feel balanced to multiple players and I don't just mean two I mean three or four it kind of wants you to run as a bigger team near the end yeah. um, which um, is what it is you know what I mean it's a case of it's doing it yourself how you feel about that because what it's, it's areas you, you can tell it's that age old thing where you'll walk into a place and it's massive and you'll go I'm going to end up having to fight guys in this place in like 10 minutes. Yeah, no, I, I know that feeling. Yeah, exactly. That bit when you're just on free roam and you think, I'm going to be doing a mission here later. <laughs> but that's the thing I, I really, really like is the mission structure. It's so good. They've actually sat and looked at Washington and they've went, where is cool in Washington? We yeah. can have a mission. And there's some really interesting mission locations. Like there's one inside the war museum where you sit yep, in the back of a Huey. That, yeah. And then there's one in the space and air museum where a space shuttle crushes guys, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. that, that moment yeah. where you said, I saw a mission that came up and you, you could go to space command. Well, that, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like the, they've really cleverly done what they've done. And it's, 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 it's just, different. It's just got, while, whilst, you know, this is the irony of it. Is we're kind of sitting here going, "Yeah, we don't. We're not really paid much attention to the story. We don't really know much about it." But it's got more charm than the first game, I yes. think. Mm. Yeah. Despite the, that, um, yeah. The, the mission thing was was something I was, I was going to mention before we, we wrapped up because it is probably one of the best things about the game is the, the main mission. Some of the side missions are a little bit like go to this building, clear them out, done. 
Um, but the the main missions, they're just they're, they're so great. They're just awesome. Like mm. going through the War Museum, and especially if you start chucking a bit of fire down as well, and it's like being in the set of Platoon or something. It's great. Taking back a TV uh, station. Was pretty oh cool. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was one I did. The strongholds are interesting. One of them is very it arcs back to the Division One where you were in the hockey arena maybe yeah. in this you're in a basketball arena and oh, okay. you clear it out and then last night we did the second one which was basically a, a logger camp but it had a big massive aeroplane blown up in it and it's like okay let's just enjoy this area for a wee bit <laughs> um, and that's before you can kind of stumble across Air Force One which is just lying on the lot, lying out in the map somewhere. And that self's an interesting. Is that is that kinda... the crash site that I've seen? Is that? Yeah. Oh, amazing! Yeah, because that's I... the, that's the one off the the demo when yeah. they would take it to E three and different things, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that was the thing. I went yeah. through the whole game, going, "Where's the Air Force One? Where's the Air Force One? Mm. Where's the Air Force One?" And I, we did mean, and we ran through the um, dark zone missions, and right at the exit of one of the dark zones, there's like. Jesus, that's Air Force's one tail. I'm like, how have we missed that? And I went, well, we would never have been doing this side of the map yeah. to get to it, if you know what I mean. It's a bit kind of yeah. tucked away, if you know what I mean. But um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a really interesting map that that has a lot of flavour, and they use that in the missions. So you never really feel like you've done it before, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so if you if you like loot based shooters or loot based um looter shooters. Looter shooters. Loot, looter shooters. Uh or <laughs> um you know, loot based games, then this is a no brainer. I think you should definitely go for this. Yeah. The the thing I'm struggling with is that they're saying that the physical sales are twenty percent of that of the division one. And I don't know what Does the significance of that is, is is with digital is is probably a large proportion of those maybe. But also is it you know? Do we think it's people who bought the Division One thinking it was going to be something else, something it wasn't? No, I think it's people being cautious uh, from the likes of Anthem. They might be. We've had a lot of big players drop games in the last few months, so it could be people's personal expenses not stretching to it. Um, I'd argue it, it's digital. I'd say in the, yeah. in the same week that Google announced the revolution, the future. <laughs> Ooh, being solely devil, the devil, devil, digital. I think it's digital sales, and I think that will come in in a couple of weeks' time. They'll announce it, and because yeah, I, I think if that's the way the industry's going, I think the whole retail's down is nearly only a, an issue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just another twenty percent. Just another stick to beat devs with, isn't it? Yeah, it's underperformed. Oh wait a minute, it's sold twenty million digital copies on PSN. Don't worry, we don't count them. Well, I have to say that you know the the display stands in Tesco are doing their job because <laughs> they because well, they got you me. Traitor! Yeah. You're not being Sainsbury's. <laughs> no, I, I cheated on Sainsbury's. <sighs> but then, but then, as somebody said, you know what I mean? It was flavor of the week last week. Now it's all about a robot armed samurai running across rooftops. You know, it's the never ending plight of gamers. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's a quite literally another podcast all all in its own self. Mm. Um, well, I've really enjoyed talking to you both today about the Division Two. Personally, I could highly recommend it. I intend to hit the level cap and uh, reach the end game because 
Like the Tonight. the division's probably the only only game of this nature that I've actually managed to do that with. So um yeah, that's that's my ambition. Sometime nice. by twenty twenty. <laughs> Any closing words? Yeah, that was a subsection. We didn't even mention the dark zone where you can go in and oh, do God, yeah, over on each other. About we the didn't mention PvP. Yeah, exactly. The PvP yeah. as well, which is bags of fun, which will annoy people. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for a looter shooter, as we said, that is rammed to the rafters with content, as Ubisoft only do, um, yeah, buy it. If you're a fan of the first one, it's more of the same, but better. And if you're looking for something to sink your teeth into, it's definitely got longevity and character, and it's good. It is. Ali, any closing words? Uh, yeah, just what Stu said. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's, it's good. It's <laughs> great. Um, Luther, that's the box. That's <laughs> yeah. That's the box yeah. quote. Just what he said. What, what he said. said. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it, like Stu said. It's more of the same. They've enhanced. They, they spent a lot of time on the first one to make sure that number two was good, and it is. The first year of content is free. Um, you yeah, can no, get a season. Yeah, a season yeah don't because yes. I because I nearly bought the gold edition on the basis that it says oh it includes the the year one season pass, but the year one content is free. Don't so you don't get it fall early. for that one. It, is is it like seven days yeah. early or something? You get it or yeah, and you get some loot and stuff. I, I've yeah. got it just because I'm a that's, sucker. That's know. another thing on the bad thing we should I really should have mentioned as well is. They took cosmetic. It's not a bad thing at all. They've basically took the cosmetic items, so your jackets, your hats, your gloves, blah blah blah, and they've basically went. You know what? Let's loot box them boys, and that's the what the microtransactions in the game are attached to as basically. Getting, and I, and to, who would buy them? Right? To be fair, who, who would buy four outfits for what, some new tattoos? What have you bought? Who would do that? What have you bought? I, I brought. Four, I brought four outfits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got the, the 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 bottom one, which is like the grunge outfit, and one that makes you look like Mario. I think it's meant to be like a nineties break dancer, but you look like Mario. I'll show you in a bit. It's great. I've, I've got to see it. <laughs> I mean, to be to be yeah. fair, there are apparel items to be found in the game and apparel caches that you yeah, can you pick up in the game. You go. But there's yeah, yeah there's not there's the not bounce. much of it that I've found in in the eleven like levels the that I've gone through so game. far. Yeah, yeah. But you also get with certain drops and. Accommodation unlocks and stuff. You get parts of keys, and you can build up keys instead of paying for them. So you'll even get bits to unlock during the thing. But it's by the by. There's nothing major. It'd be different if they had a Sam Fisher suit. Then you know I mean we're talking business, you know, or they had the, the the standard Assassin's Creed kind of suit or something. Then we're we're we're, we're talking shop. But um, I think that'll come. Um, yeah. I think I can. The weird thing is, I, I can feel the spirit of Ghost Recon in this game so much, and I can I look at where Ghost Recon was and where it's went, and I was kind of like, how awesome would it be to hunt predator across the White House lawn? That'd be amazing, or to have with the remainder of Rainbow Six appear, or massive in brackets spoilers. Apparently, Sam Fisher is in Washington. But um, that's doing a bit. You get Andy that, excited. That's doing a bit. Very disappointed. That's doing a bit of brand jumping. Just, what if you've played New Dawn and you played that excursion mission in New Dawn and read the notes? Sam is in Washington looking for Sarah, and I'm hunting everywhere to find something to tell me. Oh, is. I'm, I've got to go for a cold shower. 
<laughs> so um, yeah, I, I kind of expect something Sam Fishery in the pipeline at some point for them. Well, there you go. I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Go out. If it, if you even listen to this and think, yeah, maybe, go and give it a go. It's a great game. It really is a great game. I'm enjoying it very much. I think I'm right in saying this as well, that the if it's the same as the first game, you don't have to have PSN or no, Xbox Gold no. to play the game. It's only to play the multiplayer. So if you're not that bothered about the Dark Zone and doing the, the PvP stuff... You can still play online oh, so you can play, with everyone you can play else. PVE online without those subscriptions. Oh, yes, it good. definitely is on the on the first one because my dad's chipping away at that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I presume it'll be the same for the second. Cornwall Senior. Yeah. There we go. Oh, can we get him in our clan? Yeah. Can we go with the finger bangers. Oh, he's not on the second one. He's on the Xbox as well. Oh, he knows. He knows how to roll. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I taught him well, <laughs> or he taught me well, whichever way. Xbox bloke. You know what I mean? He can play with Colin. They just won't know what they're doing. Just be there, <laughs> spinning around in circles, looking at the sky. Ah, oh, Majora, how do you kneel down? <laughs> how do you jump? You can't. What? No, I can. I can. I'm sure I can. Uh, <laughs> just, just looking completely the wrong direction. Up in the, <laughs> me of the, I can't remember what it was, but I tried to get my wife to play a first-person shooter, and she literally just stood spinning round on her axis looking at the sky for about two minutes. Thrown thrown grenades. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, all right. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, Guys, Stuart Cullen uh, has a regular weekly uh, weekly column in the Scottish Sum where you uh, and over at the Fine Codec Codec Moments website where if you go on tomorrow I'm assuming it's tomorrow, but it could be in the future. You can read a really good interview with Manny Diaz, the world designer at Ubisoft, who talks about how they created the Warboy world of Washington uh, in the Division 2. Well, there you go. And how they reached out to Coast Guard and Spec Ops and Crisis Responders and like the amount of deer in Washington. I didn't know there was a lot of deer. There is lots of deer. Well, there are now, yeah. Well, there's not in my game, but that's a different story. Yeah, it's because you set fire. <laughs> <laughs> Flame into it. <laughs> All right, so. and Ali, thank you very much for joining me as well. Um, if you want to tweet us about this, then you can tweet at Codec Moments. And as Stuart said, you can visit codecmoments.com uh, for more of our great reviews, articles, and uh, his weekly page, Scotch Corner. Right, that'll do. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Tra. Catch you in the dark zone. Luter shooter. A luter shooter. I can't do it as well as you. Tap of the mouth. What a wee luter shooter. Papa Lazarou. What? My wife needs to use your toilet, Dave. She has a lot to shoot there.